On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, we take a little road trip to Oak Tokes for the Blue Jays Academy Honda Super Camp. Welcome to episode 48 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. Thanks so much for your patience and waiting for the new episode to drop. We wanted to bring you something fresh and different, and we think we found it. Over the last few years, Blue Jays Academy has hosted super camps powered by Honda for kids between the ages of 9 and 16 across the country. It's a chance for the young athletes to learn things from some Blue Jays alumni. This year, there were two stops in Alberta on the nationwide tour, Tuesday, Wednesday in St. Albert and Thursday, Friday in Okotoks. We'll get to the Okotoks stop in a minute, but we wanted to take a moment to congratulate Curtis Miller. During the Super Camp in St. Albert, the Miller Fieldhouse was unveiled. The partnership between the Jays Care Foundation and the St. Albert Minor Baseball Association Cardinals is making waves both in the community and across social media if you want to check it out. Getting back to the Super Camp now, and both stops in Alberta featured a handful of Blue Jays alumni. Around home plate, slugger George Bell was giving out some hitting tips. In the infield, Homer Bush was putting kids through some drills. In the outfield, Ricky Romero showed off his best ideas for young pitchers. And in the bullpen, it was J.P. Aaron Sebia framing up a few catching tricks. During the morning break on Thursday and in between a few jokes and laughs, I caught up with a couple of the alumni. We'll start with Homer Bush. The seven-year major leaguer spent time with the Blue Jays, Yankees, and Marlins and would have come through Alberta as a member of the Las Vegas Stars in the Pacific Coast League in 1996 and 1997. Our focus on this day, though, was rightfully on the kids. I guess first off, what keeps you coming back to events like this, like uh, the Blue Jays Academy and giving back to the community like you are? Man, the weather. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go so bad for you, did it? No, I'll tell you what. Uh, it's really a great time. You know, I, uh, I, I enjoy coaching and I uh, enjoy uh, development. And so just being able to come and hopefully give the kids something that they can take away from camp and they can go apply during their practices and their games and make them better. I mean, that's, a pretty, that's pretty special all the way around. When you look at some of the young kids that are, are just star-crossed looking their eyes for a little bit, are they, they able to, to zone in real quick? You know, initially, uh, it's kind of like, okay, now who's this guy again? And then, uh, you know, we, we interact a little bit, and then, of course, then they probably go home and uh, Google me or YouTube me, and, then, and and for sure, the second day, they usually come back and say, hey, I saw your home run, you know, so <laughs> I know they, they, um, they get to know you first, and then they go look you up. It's the beauty of YouTube and Google, isn't it? Absolutely. Talk a little bit about your main messages. I know that a lot of times when we're talking baseball, you're talking you know, mental versus the physical aspect of it. And what kinds of messages do you want to get across to these young kids who have one day to maybe be playing in Homer shoes? You know, uh, you have to, certain things you have to prioritize when you, play, when you plan and you've got to know them. One is you have to wait. The game happens so fast. You always have to stay one step ahead of each process. Um, when you're fielding ground balls, you know you've got to give yourself time to see it, get down, receive the ball. Then from there, you get into the physical aspect of it. Fundamentals. You have to have good footwork. If you do not have good footwork, it's going to be extremely tough to be consistently successful. Not saying that you can't have some success, but if you want to be consistently successful, you've got to have good footwork. And so in the infield, we focus. We focus on that. 
Is that one of the biggest things that is almost overlooked in the grand scheme of being t- of teaching and learning the game is the footwork aspect? A lot of people maybe focus just on the arm or getting the glove on the ball kind of thing. I think you're right. I think uh, the footwork is kind of secondary. It's addressed. Uh, I don't want to say no one's coaching it, but what I can say is, is that it uh, it's not a priority. It's usually if a fielder can catch the ball, they're they're praised and I tell them the higher you get up if you do not have good footwork you're not going to look like an elite player because the ball is going to be moving faster uh, the, everything just speeds up and if you have uh, if you're mentally one step ahead of the process and if your feet can put you in position to execute those plays good fundamentally sound mechanics you can you can take your game to the next level easily you've been uh, able to travel around the the country here. Uh, talk about Alberta specifically. You've been around here a little bit. What's uh, what's your sense of the talent base that we have here? You know, I tell you what, I've said this about Canada as a whole for years now. I mean, there's some really good talent here. And so, I mean, one of my goals is, you know, I have a son that's in high school. Once I get my son out of high school, I'd like to spend a lot more time up in Canada and, you know, just, you know, touching them on a, uh, on a regular basis. Right now, it's kind of Excuse me, just in the summer, but um, you know, monthly, I'd like to work with uh, a consistent group and just see if I can help take that raw, elite talent in many cases to the next level. Talk a little bit about what it means to you to be involved in this, to be able to give back in the way that you do. You know, it all starts with still having an amazing relationship with the Blue Jays, and you know, the Blue Jays, you know, they're they're always trying to good, do good things in the community with the the foundation. So, um, you know, just to be a part of that, uh, be a part of their vision and their goal for what they want to do for the organization, uh, it means a lot to me because it says I did the right things when I played, and they still I'm still someone they like to have around. So, uh, you know, it's just. It's one of those situations where it's definitely win, win, win all the way around. Homer, I appreciate the time. Thanks so much for doing this. Thanks for having me. Next up, J.P. Aaron Sebia, the six-year major leaguer with the Jays, Rangers, and Rays, missed out on coming through Alberta as a player as he started college in 2005, a year after affiliated ball left this province. He's been up to a few different things in his post-playing career, including broadcasting, and on this day, giving back to the baseball community in Canada. First off, JP, what does it mean to you personally to be involved in this program and to be able to uh, continue along with the Blue Jays, one, and two, uh, to be able to give back to the community? Well, my dreams were made in this country, right? I grew up as a young kid in Miami, Florida, dreaming about playing in the major leagues. Never would I have imagined that it would have been the Toronto Blue Jays. And, you know, you don't really know the the just the amazing support and the just amazing country, everything that goes along with what you be what happens when you become a blue jay and so when i got up there is when i really realized you know all right there's a country that supports this team in a beautiful city an amazing country and then you get to go out and really see how much support you actually have and so i've been able to do a lot of stuff with winter tour and different things where i go to you know i've been to edmonton i've been to calgary i've been to different places this is my first time in okotoks like there there's a lot of people that truly watch us and who we play for and so it's always nice to be able to come back and give to those people and grow the game of baseball because there's phenomenal athletes throughout Canada I think the Blue Jays do a good job with their academy of trying to outreach that surprise you at all when you go across the country that hey you've still got that that name recognition one but two just the general support of the Jays across the country uh it it doesn't surprise me anymore because now I know it when I first signed and I started doing these winter tour and we'd go to these small towns and you know, there'd be 
thousands of people lining up to get an autograph and you're like holy smokes man i you don't ever really put it into into like context until you're there and you see it and so the more and more we get it around and you get to see the country more people around then you really truly feel the support of an entire country as opposed to every team in baseball they just have a city you know or a state that's not the case for uh the blue jays what's your main message to a lot of the kids as you go about because i i know a lot of people focus more on the mental than they do on the physical almost but is there a message you want to pass along to those who are here well you know what i try to do is i try to make sure that they have as much fun as possible and be encouraging i think that's the biggest thing is the mental side of it is obviously i think the biggest um physical part obviously there's there's things for but just being happy and enjoying it in general right i think in life there's enough stuff that goes on that people kind of you know struggle with anxieties or depressions so i i always try to make sure that they're having fun and and really trying to keep them away because it becomes an out baseball became an out for me um from the real day life and for these kids that's my message is just have fun have fun and if it's not fun then find something that you enjoy to have fun we can work on baseball all day long but i really just want to make sure they make the adjustments and all that stuff but that they're really enjoying it and and really progressing you know as as people um as much as they are as as players what is your favorite part about doing uh, an academy like this just the the interaction with the kids right i was one of those kids at one point you know that had major league i've been around major leaguers i even thought like college kids were super cool like high school guys right at the age and so now as a major leaguer ex-major leaguer coming back I try to put myself in their shoes, and that's why, for me, I've never lost that side of being a kid and, like, too big for the game or whatever. It's because I was once that little kid just trying to ask questions or get a ball or this or that. So I really try to make it as interactive as I can because, again, I would have thought at that age, man, this is so cool that I have somebody who played in the major leagues, but we're truly the same. We're all normal, right? We all put our clothes on the same way. We all. So just to make sure that these guys know that, it's just we're the same Uh, we're all humans and and just because i did what i did doesn't mean i'm any better and i want to try to you know mix within mix with them it's just the same way jp appreciate the time i'll let you get back out there thanks for joining us all right thank you again a big thanks to homer and jp for taking a moment during their break to chat with us and a big thanks as well to the entire jay's academy crew for making that all happen If you want to check out a few photos from the Okotoke stop, we have a new gallery posted on our website, albertadugoutstories.com. As always, we appreciate all of your time downloading and listening to the podcast as well. So thank you for that, as well as the ratings, reviews, comments, and much more. Drop us a line on any platform if you have a story idea or an interview guest you'd love to hear from. Until next week, thank you for all of your support of Alberta Dugout Stories.